This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 150 is going to be from Acts chapter 20 and verse 28. Who we are needs to belong to God. In Acts chapter 20 and verse 28, the Bible reads, Therefore take heed to yourselves and to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. Jesus purchased the church of God with his own blood. Who we are needs to belong to God. The church belongs to Jesus. Jesus said, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. He said, It is my church. He is the one that came and laid the foundation. He is the one that came and purchased the church with his own blood. Who we are needs to belong to God. We do not belong to ourselves. Let me repeat that, church. We do not belong to ourselves. This means we are not in control. We do not get to tell us ourselves how we're going to live or how we are going to worship. We don't get to choose when we're going to worship and when we're not going to worship because God purchased us with his own blood. The church belongs to Christ. We, since we are the church, we belong to Christ, not ourselves. Who we are needs to belong to God. He has the right to tell us who we are. We do not have the right to tell ourselves who we're going to be. In Romans chapter 6 and verse 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God's eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The wages of sin is death. In Romans chapter 3 and verse 23, it says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Therefore, we have all earned the wages of sin. But Jesus purchased us with his own blood. He died on the cross so that we do not have to pay the wages of sin. He purchased us with his own blood so that he could pay the wages of sin for us. We do not belong to ourselves. Who we are needs to belong to God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20, the Bible says, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. We are not our own. We were bought at a price. And this is something that we need to understand and realize in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, and verse 19, the very first part of it says, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? Do you not know 
We need to understand. We need to know this and understand that the church belongs to Jesus. In 1 Timothy chapter 3, verses 14 and 15, Paul would tell the young gospel preacher Timothy, But if I am delayed, I write so that you may know how to conduct yourself in the house of God, which is the church, the pillar and the ground of the truth. The church is the house of God. Jesus said, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. The church belongs to Christ because he purchased it with his own blood. And our body, which is all the individual members that come together to make up the temple of God, the church, it doesn't belong to us. We don't have the right to say this is what's going to go on within it, or I'm going to do this apart from what God has told me to do. Because we were purchased with his blood, and you are not your own. But our actions show whether or not we belong to God or not, whether or not we live up to the fact that he purchased us with his own blood or not. For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. If we're not glorifying God in our body, then we are not recognizing the fact that he died for our sins. He died so that we would not have to pay the wages of sin. And he purchased us with his own blood. And we became his. If we're not glorifying God in our body by living the way that he wants us to live. John chapter 14 and verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments then we are not recognizing the fact that we don't belong to ourselves. We belong to God. Who we are needs to belong to God. In Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, Paul said this, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Who we are needs to belong to God. And Paul understood this. He said, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. I died in the watery grave of baptism, where I gave myself as a living sacrifice. Romans chapter 12 and verse 1. I went into a watery grave and was crucified. I did not come up out of that water. I died. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Who we are needs to belong to God because we have given ourselves to him. We've offered ourselves freely as a living sacrifice to him. And it's no longer I that's going to live. I'm going to allow Christ to live through me because he gave his life for me. He died so that I would not have to be separated from God, so that I would not have to die spiritually. He gave himself for me so that I would not have to collect on the wages of sin and die, be separated from God for all eternity, Isaiah chapter 59, verses 1 and 2. He gave himself for me. He purchased me with his own blood. He bought my sin so that I don't have to live with it. He gave me a way to have it washed away, Acts chapter 22 and verse 16. But why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Who we are needs to belong to God because of what Christ did for us in dying upon that cross so that I don't have to die because of my sin. The wages of sin is death. 
but the gift of God is the eternal life through Christ Jesus. And so Paul said, I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. In Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14, the Bible says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. You see, I could not keep the law perfectly. Christ is the only one that ever did. And because of this, I would be cursed. But Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law with his own blood. When he hung upon that tree, he bought me back. Even though I'm a sinner, even though I deserve the wages of death, he bought me back with his blood. And now I belong to him. Who we are needs to belong to God. And if it does, we're going to allow God's word. We're going to allow Christ, who is God's word, to mold us, to shape us, and to turn us into what he wants us to be, which will be far better than anything that I can be on my own because I've sinned. I'm under the curse of the law if I don't have Christ. But with Christ, I can be better than anything I can be without him. Because his blood can make me perfect. He can cover all my sins. He redeemed me from the curse of the law. He redeemed me. He bought me with his own blood. Who we are needs to belong to him. And we need to allow his mind to be in us. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Because he has died for me and I have the opportunity to live with him, for all eternity, because he purchased me with his own blood. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 24 explains what Paul said in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. And those who are Christ's, in other words, those who belong to Christ, have crucified the flesh with its passion and desires. I no longer have any fleshly passion and desires if I've been crucified with Christ. I died. I offered myself as a living sacrifice, and now I belong to him. And he is able to mold and shape me into what he wants me to be when I allow his mind to be in me, Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5. But I have to die in order for that to take place. I have to crucify my flesh with its passion and desires. That means anything that I want to do that's apart from what God wants for me, I can't do it because I belong to Christ. Who we are needs to belong to Christ. In Ephesians chapter 1, verses 7 through 14, it says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, in him. In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory, 
in him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. In him we have redemption through his blood. We can receive forgiveness in him where all spiritual blessings are, Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3. We can have his riches for us through his word and trusting in his word. Who we are needs to belong to God because he has redeemed us. He has bought us back. We had given ourselves away. We had deserved the wages of sin. But he loved us so much that he sent his son into this world to die for us, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And he accomplished this through Christ's death upon the cross, where he redeemed us with his blood and gave us the forgiveness of of our sins if we'll be obedient to him. Who we are needs to belong to God. In Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 through 18, the Bible says, He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of his Son, of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn, over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that all things he may have the preeminence. He has delivered us from the power of darkness, verse 13, and conveyed us into the kingdom of of the son of his love, in whom we have redemption. He purchased us again with his blood, through his blood, and he's given us the forgiveness of sins if we will simply be obedient to him. Who we are needs to belong to him because of what he has done for us and because he is the creator of all the universe and everything was created for him. Creation was not made for us. It was made for him. Who we are needs to belong to God. In Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 15, the Bible says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Speak these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one despise you. The grace of God has appeared to all men. And it teaches us how to live because he has the right to do so. He is our creator, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age. He has the right to tell us how to live because he redeemed us. He created us. We fell. He redeemed us from every lawless deed and purified for himself his own special people. What would we be without his blood? To redeem us. What would we be without him creating us? 
and then redeeming us so that we can be his special people. That's the reason why he redeemed us and purified us so that we could be his own special people, zealous for good works. Who we are needs to belong to God. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.